Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We are now six years into the Duterte administration's war on drugs. Marked by great bloodshed, criticized by human rights groups all over the world, and investigated by both local and international bodies, it's a policy that, at the very least, has disturbed those who have seen it unfold, even if only in the news. And at its worst, it's a reality that has left thousands widowed and orphaned. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka. In this episode, we'll look at a new survey that shows how Filipinos view President Duterte's drug war and whether they deem it a success. You might be surprised. Basically, the respondents agree to what the drug war is on paper. For the respondents, the drug war is essentially just a crackdown on drug use and they don't necessarily equate it to killings. That was researcher Mirnel Cinco. She's with Initiatives for Advancing Community Transformation, a project of the Asia Foundation. And with the research firm Geopol, they conducted a mobile text survey from September to October last year, covering 750 respondents in Metro Manila, Central Visayas, and Davao. Majority of you is that the drug war is effective. It does what it sets out to do, which is get rid of drugs. Only a few people, though, support it, that it is worth any price. They don't agree with the killings. They don't agree with the EJ case. People believe in due process. Mirnell was speaking at the 2021 Human Rights Summit in December. There's also no disapproval on the administration's drug war because they believe in the drug war how it is on paper, which is essentially a crackdown on drugs. They agree with getting rid of drugs. So this could be a case that they don't necessarily equate the drug war to the killings. This is in sharp contrast to how critics, especially human rights advocates, see the drug war as intertwined with extrajudicial killings. For those who oppose it, EJKs are part and parcel of the drug war. But as for the respondents... Actually, we don't know itself if they do associate EJKs or Tokhang to the drug war. What is clear in the survey is that Filipinos want a humane campaign against illegal drugs. About two-thirds believe that people involved with drugs should be rehabilitated. No? So kahit na may overwhelming support for the drug war, people actually make the case for treatment and rehabilitation. No? So ideally, Filipinos want a drug war that involves treatment and rehabilitation. Although almost 30% of respondents think drug users should be imprisoned instead. What's interesting to note is how the response to drug users varies depending on the age of the respondent. Percentage-wise, those choosing treatment increased with each generation. Yung Gen C, treatment is at 50.9% and then it shoots up to 67.8% with millennials. With Gen X, it's at 71.5%. And then with boomers, although nag-dip, 69%, it's at the same ballpark naman. 
So, for imprisonment, yung inverse naman yung nangyayari. So, mas malaki yung imprisonment for Gen Z, no? So, Gen Z, out of all the groups, have the lowest percentage for treatment and highest for imprisonment. There's a similar variation based on age when it comes to who is responsible for handling drug-related issues. In general, opinion that the police should be mainly responsible for drug use goes down with age while family goes up. Gen Zers are the ones who think that the police should take care of the issue at 44%, followed by millennials at 28%, Gen Xers at 25%, and boomers at 8%. Gen Xers are the ones who believe the family bears the most responsibility for helping curb drug use, followed by millennials, then Gen Zers. In contrast, boomers think it is the president and the local government who should be taking care of the issue. Now, drug issues are still seen largely as criminal. Most respondents think people involved with drugs are committing a crime, followed by the thinking that they're sinning, followed by, quote-unquote, it depends. Gen Z in particular, even though they had the highest percentage for choosing imprisonment and for choosing police involvement, they showed less no opinion na people who use drugs are committing crime. So instead, they're more unsure. So it is the boomers who think that people who use drugs are committing a crime the most, followed by Gen Xers, then Millennials, and finally, Gen Zers. For Marnell, it's important to see how spending their formative years with the drug war in the background shaped the perspectives of Gen Zers. If you're 18 today, you were a 13-year-old in 2016, so the drug war as it is now is all that you know. During this period, she says, the police really dominated the narrative around drug use. In fact, the survey shows, Police are also seen as top of mind by one-third of our respondents as the ones who are mainly responsible for handling drug-related issues. This is followed by family and then the main person involved. Source for drug-related information also largely come from the police. So almost half of our Respondents get their information about anything related to drugs from the police, which will, of course, affect their framing on how they see drug use. So essentially, the police are the source of information. They control the narrative on drug use. So family comes at second at 18% and then others at 14%. Maybe we see that impact of how they can shape the narrative there. Na our Gen Z are thinking more na parang, yun nga, police yung dapat na involved, na parang people involved with drugs should be imprisoned. Apart from where respondents get their information, it also helps to know what their motivations are. Respondents look to fairness as a guiding value for their decisions. Um, this is followed by safety and then faith. When it comes to priorities in terms of issues, human rights isn't seen as one of the top concerns by our respondents. It only comes in at fourth. So our respondents mostly see poverty as the highest concern, followed by health and then public order and safety. And while most respondents see drug use as a criminal issue first and foremost, one that is to be handled by the police, Mirnell says, People put a distinction between drug use as the behavior versus the people who engage in that drug use. So people see drug users as, well, people essentially, and they make distinction between the uh, drug use as an activity, and the person doing the activity. 
And they are much, much kinder when you put people into the equation. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Preska Pistrano. Listen to a special audio documentary we created in 2020 titled Tokhang sa Tokhang. Follow Tokhang sa Tokhang, Teka Teka, and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. 